guys, and welcome to the Get Life podcast. I'm your host, Bish, and I'm joined by the two lovely people, Joe. Hi, I'm sick. And <laughs> Kevin. Hey, what's up, guys? Hoping you're having a good time. You know, I've, I've noticed that Kevin always says, sup, guys, and for some reason, Joe what's always... Sup, guys? T-Mar in here? You know, no, no, I just, I I'm, I'm too lazy to think of, like, an I was, original I was going to uh, say, for some time, reason... Then. J- Joe always says I'm sick like all the time like it's just because I'm, I'm always dead inside oh uh, Joe I feel oh, sorry for you oh man. shit Joe well, no, like, I, I was okay so I some context I, I don't know why but ever since I I drank that like whole bottle during uh, Suzaku Suzaku Nor mode in Final Fantasy hmm. Final Fantasy 14 I was like, drinking what I, I was drinking on Friday wait wait a whole a drinking what yeah, but like what? Like, you know, Pepsi fucking or like Budweiser or like, you know, 11%. vodka or you drinking iced tea? I drink a whole bottle of wine. Damn, Joe. Joe, man, wine fucks you up though. I'm not gonna lie. Wine does fuck you. You drank a whole bottle of wine by yourself? Yeah. Like, I was like, you know what? I really want to uh, do some of the new content in Final Fantasy XIV since the new patch dropped. And I'm like, you know what? I like. I want to try. I want to do the uh, new content while I'm drunk. Joe, so... you sound like a Connecticut mom. That's what you sound like. <laughs> I'm sorry. You sound like a mom from Connecticut. Like that's what you, it sounds like. Uh, what does that so mean? Bish, I don't know. You have a lot of experience with Connecticut moms, eh? Uh, that's what it is, eh? eh? Oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Come on. <laughs> Ever since then, my nose has just been running like nonstop. So that's yeah. uh, don't don't drink, kids. That's that's the uh, more of the story. Don't drink. No, right, drug gaming is amazing. Trust me. Yeah, that that's one piece of housekeeping. And um, submit to us some fanfics because, Joe, I'm oh, sorry. Oh God! Please, please don't. This is another. Don't. Uh, this is another form of uh, housekeeping. Let's say, Joe, did you know that Tyson, he doesn't want you to be director of fanfic. Talk I don't think anybody does. You know, he he can keep that title. Right. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he wants. I mean, I don't blame him because, to be honest, I'd make some pretty twisted shit. Well, if I, was a director, Joe, I, I still think you should be director of fanfics. But I had this discussion with Tyson. I said, Tyson, this is like basically one for all, right? How it's passed down. Oh, right? oh my God. <laughs> one, for, one for all. Director of fanfic. You know, director of fanfics is, is like one for all. And you have to pass it down. It has to be passed willingly. And it's like two narrative quirks, three artistic quirks, five length quirks. That's basically what it is. But the thing is... Tyson wants to give it to um, Kevin out of all people, and I'm like, no, Kevin should not get director of fanfics. This What's is wrong what, with him. This is what upsets me. But because he, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Okay, I no, 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 no offense, but I don't see Kevin having that level of creativity. Oh, oh, you shut your oh. whore mouth. What the fuck, dude? Nah. I mean, so you're saying you want to, you want to take that title? I don't doubt that you can come up with you know more fucked up fanfics than I do, because you know I. Never actually written one, but you know, if you want it, Joe, don't let your dreams be dreams. Go for it, dude. Don't let your Go dreams be memes. All right, now that we're done, I think, with that huge tangent, can we get around to the actual topic of the episode now? This is the actual talk, Kevin. This is 100% relevant. This is, yeah, man. Yeah, Kevin. Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, today we're going to be talking about our childhood games. Um, what games we grew up with, how we kind of got into gaming and things like that. But before we get into that, Kevin? For new folks, Get A Life Podcast is a monthly gaming discussion podcast under the Get A Life group. 
And we talk about all sorts of games, from big AAA titles all the way down to awesome little indie games, but our forte is mainly Japanese games, so expect a lot of that. It can be found on iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. And if you want to join in on the fun, then follow us on Twitter at GetAlifePodcast. And if you like what we do here on Gelp, then spread the word, spread the love. We'd really appreciate it. Let's talk about the game. Before we get started into our main discussion topic, what games have we been playing recently? I want to start with Joe. I've been playing Metal Gear Solid 3 recently. Oh, shit. Is that because of Tyson? No. Okay. I, I was watching Vine Sauce play through, play through Metal Gear Solid 2. And like I saw, the, I, like I, I saw the first game because I didn't have ways to play the other games, so I just kind of watched them. Like I watched people play it okay. because you can pretty much watch it without having to play it. It's it's very story heavy. But uh, I saw the first one a while back, and I'm like, you know what? I want to I want to see what two story is like. So I, I watched uh, Vinny play through it, and then like I really liked it. So I'm like, you know what? Like I like I was I was looking at like oh what do you like what do you play next after Metal Gear Solid Two? And like there were a bunch of other games. There's like three. There's Peace Walker. So Metal Gear Solid 4, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, and I think um, Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. Uh, it's just a lot to follow. So I, I I saw that 3 was the next one. I heard 3 was is a classic among like a ton of people. So like you know what, I'll, I'll give that a try. So I, I bought it on uh, on my Vita. I bought the HD version. It was on sale, so it was a good deal. And I, like, I'm enjoying it so far. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still in the beginning phases, but I... It's a very interesting take on the combat. It's supposed to take place like chronologically before, uh, before one, when Snake is still a member of Foxhound. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and the the gameplay is a little like different. Like it still has the stealth aspects in the, in the like combat, but you also it, there's also a bit of a focus on survival and and, uh, and blending it with your environment. Hmm. So it's, it's very fun. You know, I've I've never played a Metal Gear game. Metal Gear yeah, Solid no, game. It's it's. I, it's I don't like, know. I was it, never into it. I don't know. I, I find it's like um, it's like One Piece. You know, it's just so big and shit that mm. you don't know it's where not the hell that it's big. Like by like, uh, it's honestly not because the, the story is like fucking. It's just complicated, you right? Know, if you ask someone, like, hey, what's what's the rundown of the MGS story, right? They're gonna be like, uh, sit it's, down. It's the no the reason the reason people say that is because because of Genius Kojumbo. And his his way of jumbo. Uh, but I th- I think Kevin does have a point. It is kind of like One Piece in the sense, like it. I I do kind of get that kind of. It's not fatigue, but it's like or or, or not like you know One Piece because I think this One Piece is like linear. I mean, talking about like I think a more a more apt comparison would be like you know superhero comics. You know, it's like, no, but I, fuck you, yeah, but that's start, true. But right? I I feel the same way. Like there's some games that I don't want to start because I feel like there's too much time. Yeah, investment. It's just overwhelming. It's yeah, like for example, that's the main reason I haven't played Kingdom Hearts yet because it's like, yeah, I don't want to get too invested in it. Do you see what I mean? I just want a game to like switch off my brain and play, and I want to lead that into the game that I've been playing recently. Honestly, uh, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts is very simple to understand at face value. It's when you're like, hey, like you want to look deeper into it, then that's when it's like, like okay, no more. Like, what, what were you like on acid mm. when you were trying to make the story? But I'm not doubting that, Joe. I'm just saying it's the sheer amount of time to play three games, like two games, and then side games. By the time, well, yeah, well the I mean, that's why I watched it as out. a movie. Like, that's I didn't play the first and second game. I just watched them. Like I could like do like some kind of work while I just watch them because again I don't have the time to play anything like to play those games either. Mm. 
but I can just let play it in the background, like multitask. You know oh, what I mean? Okay, okay. So because it is a story-driven game, you have the opportunity to do that. Okay. I was thinking. Yeah, wasn't it like uh, MGS4 or something? I had like, was it like four or five hours of cutscenes or something ridiculous Jesus like that? Christ. I mean, the Metal Gear Solid series is just known to be one big movie because they're mostly cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been told. Right? Like, yeah, well, I mean, it's like, damn, if they aren't beautifully animated cutscenes, though. Like, God I damn. mean, they're very, they're very impactful cutscenes. Like, like the even if it's less less of the gameplay and more of like the story, it's still so very like solid series. No pun intended. Like it, it's like so I can just multitask and I can like do work I can, I can maybe draw I can do some writing for a bit, like I can just le like I can just and then pay attention to the story. It's kind of the joy of it. But anyway, uh, Kevin, what have you been playing recently? I'm curious about you and uh, Bish as well. I I think I'm gonna pass it to Bish really because Bish was. I don't know, I think you kind of cock-blocked him, because he was like, I'm gonna segue into my own game now, and he just kind of like went on to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, let's talk about you. No, but I just want to comment on, on, Metal, on Metal Gear Solid first, because okay. like, all the fans that I know, right, like, I've never met like a casual fan of Metal Gear Solid that's like, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a nice series, but you know, I don't really play it too much, they're all like, you know, addict. It's the kind of game that makes you think really hard about things. Honestly, yeah. I mean, everyone I know that's into it is like really into it, right? And because of that, all I know, like, I don't even know what the fuck the story is, right? Which is one of the reasons why I don't want to start it, because you know, it's you'd have to watch like the first two games and play through the third, and, and I can get the fourth, I guess. But like, you can't really. I don't feel like I can get a satisfying experience if I were to jump in on like MGS Five, right? So well, I mean, well, that, well that, that makes sense. Like, it's more of a story-driven game. So yeah, exactly. Doing it out of order just doesn't really make. And either way, like sense. I've spoiled myself at the end of MGS Five, so like whatever. But the only thing I know are like memes from it. Like I don't like. What is it? <laughs> what have what <laughs> you know, got to do with war? Stuff? Was it what? has changed? You know, like although that cutscene is pretty. Well, fucking first of all, war never so. changes its fallout ish. That was a meme that said. Yeah, that. that's what, fallout. What was the one that um, what's his name said? Uh, the one that's in Salt Snake, the, the, Snake. It's the one, uh, the PewDiePie Salt one. Snake? It was like, oh my, my. What was it? He's talking about his limbs or something. He was like, well, what, what are we well this first one? of all, there's a PewDiePie. That, that's that, that's not. Where's that's it? not PewDiePie. That's straight up in the trailer for Metal Gear. Survive. I know, but Pew, but PewDiePie just memes the shit out. I thought of you were it. gonna stop talking about PewDiePie, bitch. When PewDiePie notices me, because I met him once, and I, I want to meet him again. I'm sorry. You talk. You, this is like the fifth time you've said that you've PewDiePie, met you. Fuck me. Say I'm, something original. Uh, oh like his content. His content's unoriginal, and I'm doing the same. Great minds think alike. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was I gonna say again? Yeah. My game. The game that I want to fucking talk. About. The game is fun. I'm, if it isn't fun, why bother? Do you know what game is also fun? Yeah. And this is another segue. Um, fucking Spider-Man. Oh, it. you got it, dude. Okay. I I pre-ordered two copies of that game. I don't know why. I gave one to my friend, and I was it was his birthday. You didn't give it. To, you didn't give it to me. No. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Mm, sorry. Come um, on. I I I printed out the uh, Greg Miller edition. You know the um, naked. Was it? I have no idea what that is. You know Greg Miller. Um, I love Greg Miller. He, oh. Okay. I thought it was like. I thought you were talking about like, a character in the Spider-Man. Like, no. Who the fuck is Greg Miller? Greg Miller. You don't talk about like Greg Miller. Uh, the, he like, used to be a part of IGN, and now yeah, he's, he's kind of funny, funny, right? Yeah. yeah he's now he's yeah. kind of funny. If you've seen his video where he's like shirtless. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's and he, they he wanted shirtless Spider-Man to be in the game as a character, and he's in the game. They've noticed him. Yes, shirtless Spider-Man is in the game. Um, no, I'm not going to spoil, but there is shirtless Spider-Man <coughs> in the game. If you find it, it's going to make you really happy. He was recently in London, and he was on the fucking train, the train that I take every day as shirtless Spider-Man on the fucking train, and I was oh my, I was God. dying. I, Wait for for ad material? No, he was there. He was there for uh, RTX uh, Rooster Teeth Expo London. Oh, Greg Mill. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about like no Spider Man no, adverts. No, no, no. <laughs> Spider Man tri- like, official what? Sony Spider Man adverts. But no, man. Oh my god, the game. That's the best. I'll tell you the best. Sixty pounds. The reason I'm saying sixty is because I actually bought i I bought the DLC even after playing the game. The game is short, but so good. So good, so nostalgic. I kind of want to jump into that. Um, it kind of has a point related to my childhood games as well. But oh my god, the nostalgia factor, the swinging through, the fact that Yuri Lowenthal is in the game as fucking Spider-Man, and his wife is Yuri Watanabe, which is really awesome in the game. Um, I'm not sure if you comic book nerds know who Yuri Watanabe is. There's all sorts of characters. You got the. Sinister I only know Six. who Ken Watanabe is. I don't know who Yuri Watanabe is, unfortunately. Yuri, yeah, I do not know where. I Yuri do. Watanabe is um, is a police commissioner in Spider-Man in the Spider-Man universe. Um, oh, okay. But dude, I ship them so much. I ship them so much in the game. Like, it, but they're married, and you can see like. Oh, I don't know. You can see the the chemistry between the characters. Notice how life. you talk more about this ship than you have about the game itself. It's so good. It's so good. The game is so good. Like, you can use the photo mode to take realistic fucking pictures. And it's just like, I've seen people posting their pictures on Twitter, and I'm like, wow, this looks like real life. And there's so many different nods to the different Marvel universes, right? There's... um. Luke Cage. When Spider-Man's open world is bigger than your own life. <laughs> That's what it is. But it's not that big. The map is not as big as all the Spider-Man games, but it's just so cool. Oh, okay. Like, I've seen some footage of it, and their rendition of New York is amazing. It's amazing. It's some. It's a bit inaccurate in terms of certain um, things that are supposed to be in Central Park, but then they remove them and put them in different places, like certain landmarks. Um, but I'm not going to fret on that, because really, I don't. I'm not going to care about it. I really don't care. But it's so fun. Imagine, like, jumping off the, the Empire State Building. So fun. I know it sounds fucking weird, but I mean, as Spider-Man, and then you're just diving, and then you do a swing at the last moment. For, you don't take full damage in the game, so it doesn't really make a difference if you jump from the top or not. But you get that, that rush of energy playing the game, and I'm like, oh my god, this game doesn't get old. I've 100 percent in the game, but it doesn't get old. I still want to play. I'm waiting for New Game Plus. Wait, you've got all trophies and shit? Not all the trophies, but I mean, 100 percent in terms of main story missions. I've done some side oh, missions. Okay. I still have to do some other stuff to get 100 percent in terms of achievements. Um, do you think you'll? Uh, do you think you'll go for 100 percent for uh, the whole game? 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, Joe. And especially now, I've, I'm locked into the season pass. I've already bought the the DLC. Which is a really good... Oh, so they have more DLC in the future. They, well, it's not a season pass per se, but I, I bought the three DLC packs. Uh, City That Never Sleeps. So you get one DLC pack in October, one in November, one December. And I think they're going to use that to tie into the new Sony Pictures movie. The um, the Venom movie? No, not the Venom movie. The Into the Spider-Verse animated film with Miles Morales. Because, I'm not sure if you knew this mm. or not, but Miles is in the game. And it's very oh, interesting. Okay. So I'm thinking that they're using that to tie in. There's going to be new costumes. Oh, my God. The costumes are amazing. Like, 
you can play as um they're all the same peter parker right but you can play in different costumes and these costumes have different suit mods and like for example if you choose the iron spider suit from avengers you actually you can get those spider arms that come out of his back oh shit okay but you can attach that to any suit so if you want to use a suit mod with a different suit you can it doesn't stop you from using that particular suit mod or that particular suit power with a thing so yeah, I've I've really wanted to get this game, but because it, it reminds me a lot of uh, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, for PS Two. Oh my god, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get into that because I love the web singing. Because I love the web singing in that game. It's like, it's, so I remember cool. having a lot of fun just kind of going on top of buildings and jumping. I think that's what was really cool about it, and even looking at the landmarks in in the game, like as you guys know, studied architecture, right? So New York and its architecture was always something that we were were kind of in, that was ingrained in us and seeing the high line and i think that was that's amazed me the most because um spoilers well not really spoilers but dr octopus is in the game and you work for him right as peter parker and well, i mean isn't isn't that canon though like well, just in the yeah universe? It, it was canon in the universe so i'm not really spoiling anything i'm not talking about the twist but his um his office his laboratory is outside of the highland so you, as soon as you you leave his lab you see the highland and it's so beautiful especially at sunset I'm like, wow, this game is beautiful. Like, there are times. I have one question for you, yeah, Vish. Okay, yeah. What's the question? So, when 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 you walk out the door, do you immediately hear the pizza theme from Spider-Man Two? No, I don't. But is there no is there no pizza theme in the game? No, I'm sorry, oh. I'm sorry, Joe. But the music that that's another thing. The music it swells in such a way when you're web slinging, and you're like, whoa, you feel powerful. You feel the power of Spider-Man playing the game it's just so it's it's a weird and i i understand why the game is so popular like it's just and if if you're one of those people that are like oh fuck you you play spider-man your baby whatever <laughs> someone actually said that to me i'm like fuck you man spider-man's a good game it's a great game okay anyway and the attention to detail in that game like even i saw this tweet from one of the costume designers and someone zoomed in on on spider spider-man's uh, spider-punk costume with the shoes and they zoomed in on the sole of the shoe, and then the designer for the for the costume commented on it, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I spent so much fucking time on those shoes." And I was like, "Damn, they they're focusing on details that you might not even see." It's it's uh, yeah, that's insomniac for you. It's crazy. I didn't even know that such a thing exists, and or, or I'd never seen that level of detail in a PS4 game. Just just to say that. Really? Yeah. Even and even if you're going through like Empire State or if you're going through a random building in the game, you can look through the houses. You can look through someone's apartment. It's creepy, but I mean, you can. Are do there that. actually like no NPCs and shit in there doing stuff? I, like, I haven't. Just... I think they're just empty apartments with like little uh, Easter eggs and stuff. But it, it's interesting. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I haven't seen an NPC there as of yet. But there's so many. Like the NPCs are very different as well. Like I saw at one point, I saw an NPC that was wearing a headscarf. I was like, wow. I've never seen that in a game at all. First of all, and then and then you see different types of NPCs. You see people with, um, you know, short people, tall people. Like, you know, when there's some games where you just feel like, oh, this is the same NPC again and again and again. This game doesn't uh -huh. have that. I, I'm not sure if it's like it's something that just generates them randomly. I'm not sure, but it is. It's really nice. The attention to detail in the game is, mamma mia, it's amazing. <laughs> mamma mia. Mamma mia. Oh yeah, mamma mia. Another game I have just got into playing actually is um kevin continues to get cock block the so, episode i'm sorry kevin um what was the game that we got sent joe i forgot the name of it four four uh, two eight was it four two eight four 
I think it was like 28. Oh, I have it. I have it in my shelf. Just I, give me a minute. It's right. It's right next to me. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh. Shibuya scramble. It's. Uh, it was like t some like 28 Shibuya scramble. Yeah, or something, four, or four two eight. 428 Shibuya yeah. Scramble or 482 yeah. Shibuya Scramble, something like that. Um, Expect a review on the site sometime soon. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna review it. Um, thanks to Name for sending the game to us. He actually reached out to me, and he listens to the podcast. So if you're listening, thank you. Um, we'll we'll do a review soon enough. Kevin, I'm really excited. I heard a lot of good things about this game. Same. You know, before I want to get onto it. The game is actually one of the only games to get a perfect score on Famitsu. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, even then, I'm still kind of skeptical because, like, um, Famitsu is usually, like, cumulative. Gotcha. So, like, it could be, like, a mix of a number of scores. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, but to, but, get, yeah. to get a perfect score, that means multiple people give it a perfect score. Anyway. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin, I'm sorry. Continue, Kevin. <laughs> That's fine, dude. I mean, I haven't been playing much myself recently, just because, you know, school Because sucks, Kevin has but... no taste. Huh? It's because Kevin has no taste. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oof. That's rough, buddy. The spicy memes. Um, spicy spicy meatball. But, um, that aside, I don't know, I've been playing some more Breath of the Wild, but also I got a bit into Tales of Basaria, because last month, yeah, August, because it was August. Oh, yeah, it was um, part of Humble Monthly. Humble Monthly, yeah. I got Tales of Bersaria, and I dabbled a little bit into Sniper Elite V4. So, yeah, those are a treat. Like, I mean, Sniper Elite V4 is so fucking satisfying, right? Because, I mean, I've been dying for a, a decent third-person shooter, because I haven't played one in a while. Like, I mean, the last one I played, I think, was, like, let's see, Mass Effect 3, and I, no, 2, rather, and then I dabbled a bit into um, Spec Ops Line. Fucking great game, by the way. You guys should totally try it out. Mm. Um, but, man, the fucking... The ball shots, man. The ball shots in Sniper Elite V4. So fucking satisfying. Is, it, is that the but, game that zoom Like, not zooms in, but I mean, like, slow motion? You, you get, like, the slow-mo, yeah. Like, the action shot. <laughs> yep. That must be very satisfying to shoot someone in the balls. I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think so? Do you see Do you see it, like, burst? Like... Yeah, yeah. What? Like... The whole nine yards, dude. That's so. Cool. I don't want. I don't want to hear anything about bursting. <laughs> it's, dude. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, that's pretty nice. But also, Tales of Berseria. It's the, my first game in the series, and it is fucking great. Um, I'm kind of dying for a, a good action RPG. I mean, I mean, I'm still working Breath of the Wild, obviously, right? And that's amazing as well. But I don't know. It gets it gets tedious, you know, when you try to grind down a game the same one for like i think it's been well, i got my switch in may so it's been what four four months now since i've been playing right. the wild still haven't finished it so yeah it's, it's yeah. a big game it's basically nintendo skyrim <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> and i'm still trying to 100 percent it without fucking cheats so it's taken a while and those fucking cork seeds man oh my god yeah you have You're 900 underrated. to go through yeah <laughs> Yeah. But if you buy the DLC, you get a Korok mask that oh, helps I, I you get with DLC. everything. But, like, I don't know. It was kind of a mistake on my part because I added a shit ton of missions that I'm still going through. Like, I, I got... Did you at least it, get uh, the cycle? Did hmm? you get the uh, the master cycle? Oh, no, not yet. No, no, because the, the quest for that shit is pretty fucking hard. And I'm not... Like, I don't it's not have that bad. Enough you just gotta get good. Oh, wow. Wow. Talking trash. I got um, it on my first try, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'll be saving that for the, like 
the end when I get after I get the four divine bees. Right now I'm trying to go through the the side missions before I complete any more divine bees. Right, I don't I don't want to rush through it, especially because a lot of the the loot in the season pass isn't so great for the late game, or so I've been told. Right, so I'm just trying to get through it yeah. in the mid game. Fair but enough. Yeah, not not too too much. I mean, Rainbow Six Siege had a new patch, which is pretty awesome. Um, I should play Rainbow Six Siege again. Yeah, I played a bit with Tyson and uh, yeah, showed him the basics, but yeah, not too too much. But that's what I've been up to recently. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of uh, this. I like how you said it. The meat and potatoes. The meat and the meat and potatoes. Let's get just like mum used to make it. Just like me, me <laughs> mum used to just make like it. Just like mum used to make it. Why do you guys make fun of me? All right, Kevin, I don't understand why you do this to me because you were fucking making fun of me. You you brought it onto yourself, bud. Let's talk about the meat. No, no, you guys, man, you guys, you guys are bullies, especially you, Joe. Like, what the hell, man? The hell did I do? Yeah, yeah you can't fucking talk. You're from New Jersey, yeah. man. <laughs> You're from New Jersey. Sorry. <laughs> New Jersey. Hey, I live in. I live in North Jersey. I'm basically New York. No, or at least no, that's what everyone no, tells you. No, no, I, I don't think New Yorkers <laughs> will agree with what you're saying. I, I don't see... Wait, quick question. I don't see North Jersey in, in Spider-Man PS4. Okay, so you're not New York. Just saying. Just. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's funny because you hear so many people around here like to say that they're basically New York because they live so close to it. It's actually really funny. But I, I don't have that I don't have that like New Jersey yeah, accent, New Jersey, though. yay! Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing we have over you guys, though. We can make some damn good pizza. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't deny that. Can't deny. It. Yeah, I mean, you eat fucking Domino's, bitch. So like, I yeah, we make our own pizza. You know we don't even rely on Domino's. The amount of times that I'm, I'm. What the fuck do you mean we, man? It's not like you make your own fucking pizza at home and sell that shit in the street. Maybe you know? he does. Hey, I, my, my dad runs a business. Oh. I help in a oh. pizzeria. Yeah, Spider Man. Oh shit! Spider-Man I didn't. Too. You know, you never told us that. He did. You haven't yeah. been listening, Kevin. He told us he was like, "I'm going to work, guys." And we're like, "Oh, okay, cool." But he, yeah, but I never knew you worked in a pizzeria. You know, he, like he said it to us. It's a pizzeria. I have that oh, experience, okay. dude. I have the right to say everything I ha- I want, dude. Yeah. He's okay, maybe one. maybe I just completely forgot. My bad, Joe. And this, you know, this adds to the whole meme that Joe is Italian. Joe, Joe, you're. A, I'm a pyramid Italian. That's it. Man. Hang on. So you're you're Coptic and Italian? No, he's not, he's, I, not, I'm a, he's not Italian. I'm a pyramid Italian. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. It's because like. That's the thing. I was like, <laughs> that doesn't exist. At least from what I know. Yeah, that's the thing. No, like I was like, I was so confused. Was like, no, but I, like, you, no, no. I, you, you know when when I saw Joe for, when I when I spoke to Joe for the first time, I assumed he was Italian. I don't know why. The name. I just did. I not tell you that. I just assumed you were Italian. I was like, oh, Giovanni. Hey, 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 Jersey, hey, hey. Okay. Anyways, um, uh, enough with the racist stereotype. Let's get on with the, you know the oh, sorry. <laughs> actual sorry, conversation. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Instead of hey, I mean hey, hey, I mean hey. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. But actually, into the meat, into the meat and potato of this conversation. Nostalgia. What do you guys think of? Okay, I want to know how you guys got into gaming, and I want to start with Kevin because I heard your story to an, a particular degree, but I want to know. Is there more to it than the whole Nintendo story that you, the Wii, was the Wii your first console? Was there a console before I mean, that? I think that's when I really got into it. But like, if you want to go way back, I think the, like the first game I can remember playing doesn't really count. Because it was like, it was Pushmo. I don't know if you guys know what Pushmo is. but it was like, I love Pushmo! Yeah, there you go. Pushmo and your fucking like, was it? Pushmo was, like was so Nokia's, cute. Right? And I would just like, I'd always play Pushmo. Everywhere, 
My mom's phone? Yeah. It's a really so that's good like game. That's like my first game, right? It's a really solid 3DS game. For, Everyone for, should for, play it. Yeah, but it was, this is like the old version of Pushmo, right? So it, for those of you who don't know, um, if I remember correctly, it's basically like... Have you guys ever played, um, was it Rush Hour or Traffic Jam, whatever it's called? Like that that board game where you have to like fucking unblock cars and shit. It's basically the same concept. You have to... You're this little thing, right? This creature, and you have to put... Like push blocks and shit out of the wait, way wait, wait. So you're, to get out of a maze. So you're basically describing the game. Um... What? That's Pushmo, though. No, there was a <laughs> that, game. Yeah, that's Pushmo. No, there was a game um, that was made by Atlas. What was it called? What was it called? Catherine. You're basically describing Catherine, right? Oh wait, shit. Catherine's. Oh, I guess I gotta play Catherine now. God damn. Okay. Because Catherine, Catherine's a really Catherine's good game. Catherine's got that kind of. I don't know if it's a mini game, but it's got that kind of. Aesthetic. It, to it, it has. It has. Well, I mean, it's very similar. It's, it's like you. You're moving blocks in order to get to the top. Mm. Like it's rather than getting to yeah, the objective. It, it, it's it's two D better. Though. Right. Oh, is it? Wait. So I'm gonna put. I'm gonna post in uh, Galpoy Noises. Uh, the wrong link, but just you'll find it. Is it that Pushmo? Because when I typed in Pushmo, I was looking at this 3D 3DS game. Yeah, that's what I was seeing too. It's like I don't remember. Like the only push I remember is when it released on a 3DS. It has the same. It's exactly how you described it too. It's like you you push push in uh, pull blocks in order to get to the top. Okay, to maybe your goal. maybe it's not that then. But I don't know. I just saw the name Pushmel, but it's not it's not quite that. So it was a game similar. Similar to Pushmel, yeah. It just made me think of Pushmel is all. It, it was this random ass like fucking game that you had on like Nokia's and shit. Oh, okay. So. Okay. When when was the moment where you would say I am a gamer now? Like what 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 started that revolution? Honestly, it, it, like it's not a home console. I I think I started with uh, my just a bunch of Game Boys, right? Because I mean, growing up, my sister and my older cousins, right? They were they're like '90s kids, right? So they all grew up with like Game Boy colors and shit, right? And once the the SPs and shit came out, I got like. Uh, hand-me-downs of the like the colors and all that right so they, they had a shit ton of Game Boy games so I, I I think I really started on the Game Boy right um with shit like Pokemon Gold and stuff right I remember uh <laughs> deleting my sister's save on uh, Pokemon Emerald oh my younger sister she, she, she did was that all the time <laughs> yeah and uh, she wasn't happy because um she had like this, I think it was like level 100 Rikuzo, right? That she caught with a Pokeball. Ooh. So yeah, she was not impressed. Do you think she still right? remembers it to this day? She's like, fuck she's, you. No, she still remembers it. And I also once lost her uh, Game Boy Advance and her entire collection of games when I was like six. Oh my so God. She still, she still remembers that You're a horrible person, too. Kevin. Kevin. I was six, okay? No, I didn't no, no, know. Excuse, I Kevin. didn't know. You know, you should make it up to her. When you get a job, you should buy her a Nintendo Switch. Make it Maybe up. I will. Make Who it knows? up to your sister. <laughs> Kevin's sister, if you're listening, this is a promise. That, but, yeah. Now you have to do it, Kevin. I really started with uh, not just Pokemon, though, but, like, I mean, that's the first thing that came to my mind, you know, Emerald and Gold, right? Uh, but also Zelda, man. Uh, was I think it's A Link to the Past is my OG Zelda game, and it's also why I think A Link to the Past has got to be... It's up there. It's probably my favorite Zelda game. Have you played A Link Between Worlds? I played A Link Between Worlds briefly, but um, not too much of it. 
It's it was a lot of fun. I felt like it was a little e it was easier than A Link to people, the Past. People but... are saying it's like one of the the best games in recent memory, right? But I think A Link to the Past is one of the reasons why I kind of have a bias or a soft spot for 2D Zelda games. I know a lot of people are on the you know the whole Ocarina of Time and Toilet Princess train, right? They really like the. If we, the well, if we have about my boy Majora's Mask. What about my boy Skyward Sword? <laughs> See, no, Kevin, no, Bish, no, Bish is totally right. Skyward Sword was a good game. Like real talk, I love, I love uh, the aesthetic. I love, I love the story. I, I prefer Twilight made... Princess, honestly. Yeah, I don't feel like there is much that Skyward Sword offered that Twilight Princess didn't do better. To be completely real with you, it was a bit. Well, I mean, in terms of uh, gameplay, I think I'd have to say like I, I really did like. Uh, I really like Twilight Princess more, but yeah, like, I mean yeah, the story was that. really good too. But there's something about Skyward Sword is there's very, also like Midnight. Like, come on, like <laughs> yeah, but the, but you also have Zelda and Skyward Sword, and she's like Bay, like real talk. <laughs> you also you also had freaking Girahim in in Skyward Sword. He was he was amazing. I mean Skyward Sword wasn't bad. It's just I don't know. It was it was not a worthy successor to uh, Twilight Princess in my opinion. I mean, it felt like an it felt like a good anniversary game in my eyes, honestly, because it, it, it it's kind of like the the beginning of the Zelda series chronologically. Yeah, yeah. But just I mean gameplay wise, I was kinda I don't know. It left me wanting more. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. Right. So I will um, say the one to one motion controls were kinda impressive. Yeah, yeah. But I mean two D Zelda I think is I mean, until I played what was it, Toilet Princess, honestly, I wasn't too big on, you know, the like Ocarina of Time and stuff. I I knew a lot of people loved it and all that, right? But I just found that uh, there's something about the simplicity of the combat and the puzzles, especially in the 2D Zeldas, that just I don't know, you can't replicate that in 3D. Although I mean, until recently, right? I've always been in the mind that 2D was better than 3D Zelda, but Breath of the Wild is fucking amazing in terms of you know exploration and stuff, right? Not quite oh, there yeah. in terms of dungeons, right? But the combat, oh my god, is fucking it's, amazing. It, it is uh. Molto bene. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, um, man, what other games did I have on my sister's Game Boy Advance before I lost all of them? There was like F Zero, uh, Mario Kart on Game Boy, which I could. I Mario still, Kart Super to this Circuit? day, I cannot play Super Circuit. I don't know why. I just feel. I mean, it, it's, it's so all right. floaty. That's the problem. It feels yeah, it's like just the controls floaty. feel so. It's like you, you. When you try to steer, right? It just like. It does it just does nine degree turns and shit. Oh, that's because there's no there's no um what's it called proper thumbpad. No, it's not just the matter of control. It was the physics. It was the it was physics just the, of yeah it. the physics of the game. Because I remember loving. Um, I mean, I'm kind of going a bit further. Um, not further back in time, but you know, uh, a bit later on, right? I got my DS, and I remember fucking playing the shit out of Mario Kart DS, right? That was, like, everyone's fucking... Oh, game. I like, love Mario Kart DS. It was for, for school DS. trips and shit, right? You oh, have, yeah. Like, no, like Picto Chat, and after you all get into... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Mario Dude, Kart that DS. that was, like, the life. And, like, Nintendo, if you're listening, you know, please bring back Download Play. That was so fucking good. And I, I just I mean, wish we still that, have, that... We could... still have Download Play. We just don't have it as much now. No, it's, it's in the new Mario Kart for 3DS. It's in there. Yeah, but I'm looking forward for it, like, on the Switch. It, oh, you want it, it, never you want it on the Switch? That would be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. But it's Isn't just, that like... is that a feature of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, though? Have download play? Well, I mean, not, like, download play, but to have, uh... They just have, like, cross, like, platform play. Like, have the play with, like, play with other Switches. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, I don't know. It just... 
man, download play was the, the source of so many fucking good memories. It's like just whenever you'd have a field trip, right? Or whenever you'd go to over a friend's house, right? It was just like you boot up download play and everyone who whether like whether or not you actually have the game, right? You just you just race each other, right? You know, I'd say that so, was a very good like thing about the DS is that you could just connect with somebody who didn't have the game. And yeah. you, you basically let them like play the whole game through like a connection. It was great. Yeah, just like fucking shy guys the best, right? Yeah. Like, the problem is that you were restricted a lot with download play with like what you could choose, which is a shame. But I mean, wasn't I mean, a huge I, deal. at least you got to play, right? You can't. Say yeah, that yeah. About I mean, that's that's the, really all that matters. May I may I interject? Like, you know, PS4 now has the share play option, right? Where you can actually physically let someone play the game that you're playing well it's something completely different it's though. something like, different. Isn't, not, like, isn't share play like they take over for you, you can't like you know no, they can they can take we're, they we're, take over for you they don't own the game they don't download the game yeah they take but it's, it's but interesting it's not the same you know no, i think it's the same like i especially when i'm playing spider-man like i before one of my friends got it i was like it is something similar it. like it's like you connect with somebody and then you can play their game from another ps4 yeah. like over the internet uh, even or even watching someone else play as your i know this is the whole twitch generation or whatever but i mean like it's so in a, in a private weird way where someone is actually in your ps4 and you're just they're watching you play and you're in party chat and you're like hey look at look at me fighting uh this boss and like it actually happened to me in, in um thing and it was it was so fun and i had like three four people watching and i was like oh it's so cool i have to do you know what i mean but I, maybe it's not the same thing but i i feel that it's a variation of that i think it's today's generation of um yeah shepherd. yeah it's, it, you don't have to be at your you know your bud's place to you know have couch co-op you know yeah basically yeah but man other than that i mean that's really the beginning i won't get too much into my ds days right because man there was so much to be said there but oh, no. i don't know what you know got you oh, into no. gaming joe one second oh. i dropped all my game boy games <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was actually something serious and then <laughs> okay bitch let me, let me put this into perspective i Put this into perspective, Vish. I have two dozen Game Boy games just sitting in a case. Joe. And they all just fell. Joe, I'll tell you something. That's not a lot. I'll tell you something. Honestly. I, mean, I um, uh, Can I jump into what games that I, I kind of got started with? Yeah, go Trade ahead ramps, while I pick ahead. all this stuff up. T tell us about Atari on Stone Shut Tablets, please. Shut the fuck up, okay? Tell me about Pong, alright? No, fuck you. I my first console. Pong was fucking great. You shut your whore mouth. I'm sorry, Kevin. But the first console that we owned that was actually the first console we owned was a Sega Mega. But we were too young when it came out. Um, I, and I said the story before we broke it. R.I.P. But the first console that we actually got was a PlayStation Two, and we got it. I think mm. either on release or a couple of days before release. Um, my dad got it for us, and we had three games on launch. We had Rayman. We had Gran Turismo 3, I think, and we had Dynasty Warriors 2. Rayman was the shittest game. Like, I think as six-year-olds, we didn't know what the fuck, how the fuck to play the game. So we returned Rayman, and we got another game called SSX, right? It I heard SSX, SS, SSXS. Was, I heard that was good. No, SSX. Double SX. Oh, SSX. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah. Um, it's a snowboarding game, but it's, it's um, what kind of attracted me, and I think everyone to the ps2 more so than the wii because we also owned the wii uh, further along in the line was the fact that the ps2 was the first kind of introduction to gaming for us 
Um, all the games that we played, they weren't necessarily single-player games. Dynasty Warriors was cooperative play. Gran Turismo was competitive in the sense that you would be able to race against each other uh, using split screen and the same with SSX, but more so SSX because everyone got involved. You know, dad was playing it, mom was playing it, uh, sisters was playing it. Everyone was like, oh, okay, the person who wins gets to say stay on for the next match. Like, we got it on like that. And it was really fun because... Mm. It was a game that everyone could get into. It was a game that had so much character. It wasn't the best game graphically at the time, but it was something that was amazing because we couldn't go out and snowboard, but we saw these tricks and we're like, whoa, I want to do that in real life. And oh, I want to play as Mac. He's from the USA. And it's like, we got to experience multiple cultures as well because even back then, you know, when you went to school, unfortunately, we were the only children that were from a different culture right the rest of them were your standard english people so we didn't get really get that kind of experience of different cultures we saw the the, the community around us so the game kind of introduced us to new cultures you know we we found out about japanese people existed you know i, I know it sounds really weird but for for a child sometimes you you just get stuck in your bubble do you, do you see what i mean I found out that America was a thing because of SSX you know Germany there was a German character there was a um, there was a Canadian. There was actually a lot of Canadian. So it characters. taught you something. It, it, it taught me it. something. By the end of it. Now I'm thinking about it. It did taught me, teach me something, right? Because there was all these different cultures, and it was so cool. You had an you had an Australian snowboarder. I was like, how the fuck does that work? Australia doesn't have snow, but <laughs> okay, okay. It was weird. <laughs> there was a lot of French characters, obviously, because the Alps. You had a Swiss character. You had German characters. You had a lot of Canadians. Um, and, you know, you even had one British guy, Moby, oi, oi, what a fucking <laughs> lad. He was, um... Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm, you, you're looking at a winner, baby. That, that was his main line. When you pick him, he was like, oh, you're looking at a winner, baby. Oi, Moby. Like, he was the fucking amazing, best character. One of my favorites. Um, and what, what kind of got me into that game even more was the fact that you had a character that you can relate to. Every character was relatable in some way. Um, you had your favorite characters, some characters were better for tricks, some be characters were better for, you know, racing, and it was just the amount of customization in, in that game, even the first generation of it, the original SSX, like, you can change your boards out, you can change your costumes, and to unlock certain costumes you have to do certain tricks on certain stages, it, it opened my mind up to a lot more, like, the, the whole easter egg culture and, and finding out new things, and the level design in that game was fucking crazy. And then when it got onto the second game, SSX2, oh my god, even more. You had more crazy characters. You had characters who was literally convicted criminals snowboarding. And he, uh, he, what, what was the story of this there, game? It, it was a snowboarding game, and then it's it's kind of like these guys they snowboard, and then they 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 want to win this cup. You know, it's like the story of everything. Like <laughs> I don't know how to every fucking sports every every game like ever. <laughs> yeah every sports game every sports anime ever. Like oh they want to win. It's that it's like basically free. No, I'm joking. But it was very interesting. The, the story really wasn't appealing. I'll be honest with you. It was more the level design and the fact that the characters were so awesome. And they were so intriguing. Like, there was... Each level was set in a different country. So you had um, levels like Tokyo Megaplex, right? This, this kind of firework to go off as you do tricks. And you see these little fat sumos in the sky, like blimps of sumos, right? Or And, and right. you had this character called Kayori... Her, that was her stage, right? So when you're when you're playing the game, sometimes you have these interactions pre-game, depending on which character you're playing as. And then they'll come and talk to you, and they'll ta ta uh, they'll 
chat shit to each other. They'll like shit talk each other. They're like, oh, fuck you. They wouldn't swear because it was a kid's game. But I mean, they would like have this kind of small talk between each other. And I, to this day, like when I was playing, I didn't never understood what Kaori would say because she would just speak Japanese the whole time. That's all she did. She spoke Japanese the whole fucking- No subtitles? No subtitles. And I was like, what, the, what is she saying? Like, and I didn't really understand. Aww. And you had other characters, Spanish characters as well. Who they didn't have subtitles either, and it was just like, what are, the, are these guys actually fucking swearing? I'm, at this point, I'm thinking they are. But even the American characters, the way that they dig on each other, I'm like, oh my god, this game. Even Moby, oh Moby, my guy from the UK. But yeah, anyway, the game was just so good. And when they introduced the second game, they introduced more crazy characters, Uber tricks, which were these unique tricks that only certain characters can do. Like there was this one character called Eddie. He has an afro. And basically, his uber trick was him doing the worm on his snowboard in the air. How is this fucking possible? It was it's these crazy things. Or there was tricks like walking the dog. That was Max. That was Max's main trick. Or you know Simon, who's from Canada, the convict. Um, he'd have this trick called the guillotine, where he would use his snowboard and then just throw it around his neck like a boomerang and shit. And I was like. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> Type it in. It's some really cool shit. Like, oh, okay. I, I'm searching this right now. Like, freaking. Let me let me look at this. It, it, the game was called SSX Tricky, but the first game didn't have all of that. SSX Tricky built upon that, and they were adding more. They so they had the old tracks, and then they were adding new more new tracks. That you know they had this Metro track, which was basically you're you're going through the city. Uh, I think like an American city. Oh, this is an EA. This is an EA. This franchise. is an EA game. And EA fucking oh. killed it. So I'm sorry, EA. Why did you kill this game? I'm sorry. And Aww. to this game, the, the, the original developers were EA Sports Big. So when you play, I'm not sure if you guys remember EA Sports Big. It was EA Sports nah. Big. You get that every time you'd open it. I remember game. EA Sports, but not EA Sports Big. EA now. Sports Big, they were the one that did FIFA Street and they did SSX. And they, it was a Canadian studio. And so, so were they like a group that kind of specialized in more of like on more fictional forms of sports? Basically, yeah. So they any game that right, was okay. deemed too edgy, any sports game that was edgy, <laughs> they would make it. And they closed the studio down before when they made the more recent SSX game, which was called SSX. We it, originally it was called SSX. It's just it's just called SSX. Yeah, it's it, it originally it was called SSX uh, Deadly Descent. And then they renamed it to SSX 2012. Well, now it's known as that. But they, when that game came out, they axed that studio. They shut it down. And then they decided to why to create a new studio. I'm not sure. I'm guessing. It, it seems like it got good reviews though. It, like, it was a great. I mean, 80, look, I'll tell you what. 80 percent. It's not bad. I'll tell you what killed the game. You know what killed the game? The fact that, and and this is going back to the nostalgia. The online multiplayer was non-existent until a year later. Before in that game you would be racing against ghosts, and that's not fun. You want to you want to real life race someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the second thing was there was no co-op, no co-op, and then no DLC. The DLC that they were saying they were like, oh, we're gonna include the old tracks because the the, the way Deadly Descent worked, that game was on the PS3 and Xbox 360. The way that game worked was that you were traveling around the world, so these were real places. So you would go Mount Fuji, Mount Kilimanjaro. Okay. And you'd be doing these kind of things. And it was a great game. I can't deny that. But it was missing the SSX craziness. It was missing that crazy factor and the nostalgia. So mainly what it was missing was that the game didn't have that multiplayer. didn't have co-op. A lot of people were upset about it. And they said, okay, we're going to bring back the old tracks. 
and they kind of did with Mount Eddie, which was a, a track which was inspired by SSX Tricky, but it wasn't really the old tracks. And then before they were going to introduce the old tracks, EA just stopped supporting the game. They, I believe they shut down the servers uh. at this point, and it's a bit unfortunate. I don't think SS, uh, SSX is going to be revived by EA, mainly because this whole EA bullshit... Do they solve the rights to it? They own the rights. Like they, this, it, I mean, do they still have they it? They still do. It's, a, it's an original IP from them. So it's like it's it's a game that they published in-house. So it's it's something they're not going to give up. And I if, if I wanted to see this game continue, I would like to see the people that made the game steep and the Sean White snowboarding franchise, Ubisoft. I really want to see Ubisoft take on SSX. It, Ubisoft would do a good I job with that. That would never happen, though. Like If it's EA, they're no, never going to fucking They're not going to. Game. And it's no. unfortunate because I want to see... I, I, I either want to see EA do something with it, or it, it, it's weird because I know if they do something nowadays, it's just going to be the stupid microtransaction bullshit. I'll be honest with you. But I, so you're afraid of like modernization? No, it's not necessarily modernization. I'm afraid of bullshit from EA. Loot boxes don't have to, you know, go hand in hand with loot boxes. Well, uh, let me let me rephrase that. Let me be a little more specific. Like EA modernization. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid yeah. of that. I'm, I'm afraid of them bastarding the the game that I once loved. And I've spent so much hours into the lore and the game itself. So even then, like I'm waiting for EA to re-release the games at least on PSN so I can play the old fucking games i can't the and um, remember these games were printed on blue discs for the ps2 or the black discs on ps2 these discs would damage so fucking easily it's so difficult to find a copy of the game that works. oh i remember those oh my god i have so many blue discs it's, and you know i don't want to i don't want to mod my ps2 just to play this game again and i don't want to like download the game iso and run it off an emulator because it's not going to really work well off an emulator, I'll be honest with you. I want to see, but this is something I really want to see. I'm not sure if you guys heard about the PlayStation Classic, which is basically like the NES Mini mm-hmm. or the Sony. Oh, I heard about it. that. Yeah. 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 I'm hoping that if this PlayStation Classic thing kicks off, I'm, I'm hoping they do the same with the PS2. A PS2 Classic would be phenomenal. I would love I would such buy a that thing. And, and I'm pretty sure that's what Sony might be doing because I... Preferably with Ape Escape 2 and 3. Well, I mean, I've played 3, but preferably with Ape Escape 3 because friggin' Ape Escape 3 is, like, the last good game they've ever made for the Ape Escape series. Especially considering that Sony's production isn't as, let's be honest, bullshit as in Nintendo's, right? Because Nintendo is, like, limiting the, the amount of uh, NES classics and shit that they were gonna make, right? If Sony plays their cards right, man. In their defense, they ended up releasing uh, Star Fox 2, which is honestly unexpected. As considering that it was, like, never meant to release. True, true. But just, I mean, the PS2 was, like, the gaming console, right? I mean, even though I, you know, I I really love my, I really love my GameCube, and I have to thank Xbox for, you know, Halo and stuff, but PS2, let's be real, was the console of its mm. generation. It right? is. Everyone fucking had it. Every, it was their awesome. It, it. Was a, it was a generation right? that, did you know that the PS2 stopped selling new consoles in 2012 in Japan? Th- yeah. That that blew my fucking it, it's mind. It's kind of funny, though, because I never played on the PS2. I, I always had a GameCube. Mm. I always played on GameCube, so... I kind of missed out on all the great PS2 games, and that's why, like... Mainly because there was some great first-party titles, but at the same time, there was those games like SSX, and, and this is going back to something that I want to say. If And SpongeBob Revenge of the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> oh, my God. Ratchet and Clank no. as well. Let's not forget about Ratchet and Clank and God of War. And these games, like, they were... Ape Escape. And, 
I've never played Ape Escape, but Sly you Cooper. know, Sly Cooper and and um, what's it called? Crash Bandicoot and not just Crash, um, Spyro. That's all of these. I know these were PS One titles, but they got a Prince of Persia as well. Like these games were like these were solid titles on the PlayStation Two, and even like games like Persona, they were born on the PlayStation Two. Do you know what I mean? Persona became popular on the PlayStation Two as opposed to the PlayStation One. It's the PlayStation 2 is such a console. It's a console that that holds such meaning to me. And I feel... And to a lot of people. And to a lot of people out there. And I feel like without the PlayStation 2, I wouldn't be the gamer that I am today. Like, I don't even play it anymore. But it's in my room. It's on display. Because I'm so proud of it. As a console, I'm I'm proud of, of that PS2, right? I know there's a lot of people out there that they're gamers since, you know, the Atari. Or they used to play on Commodore 64. Or, or you know, the old you know the pcs right um from back in the day but i feel like the ps2 to me is like my favorite console it's it's the love that i have for it the 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 jankiness of it right the fact that it's this big hulky monster of a console uh, i don't know and it was ahead of its time as well the fact that you can you can plug in a um a hard drive and shit that's cool like it was only for the final fantasy game that was released on there and it had a modem and and there were some games that had net play, which kind of paved the way for PSN. But it's, I don't know. It, to me, the PS2, there's so many titles on there. Like Dynasty Warriors was cool. Um, Gran Turismo as well. That was a good game to this day. There's, I feel like... We're playing a lot of Need for Speed games oh, on the PS2. Oh my god, I forgot about Need for Speed. Need for Speed Underground like Need for 2. Speed Underground, Underground 2. Dude. I loved Underground 2, dude. That was awesome. That was like my That was my racing game. Of like everything, but you know what I loved about the PS2 the most—the fact that it it didn't necessarily have online multiplayer, but it it focused a lot on co-op play and competitive co-op as well, split screen. And I find that this generation specifically is kind of removing a lot of that. It's either full-on multiplayer or full-on single-player, and it's just it's unfortunate. Even now, like when I was playing Dynasty Warriors 9, RIP that game was shit. Um, Dynasty Warriors 9 wow. doesn't have the co-op play it doesn't have the co-op play that dynasty warriors 8 had and that's what what me and my sister used to play dynasty warriors all the time because it was a co-op game so it meant a lot to me and the fact that they removed it it shows that this is what this generation is this generation is you know it doesn't care for co-op games and i i feel that a lot of people still want that co-op game and they still do you see what i mean like i think that's that's yeah. what the appeal of the switch is for me I know I'm, I'm in a tangent now, but the appeal of the Switch for me is the fact that I can play Mario Kart with the person that's next to me. You know, I can play party games. And I think that's that's also what the appeal of the um, Wii was, because it was a console that was meant for the family. Um, and, that, and going on to that next point, that was the next console that we got was the Wii. Fucking crazy console, man. I love it. What are your best memories on the oh, Wii? Oh, best memories on the Wii? Mario Galaxy. Such a good fucking game. Mario Kart Wii? It's basically the Mario games. The Mario games are really good on the Oh world. my god. Okay, okay. Mario Kart Wii was like the definition of the Wii for me, honestly, in a lot of ways. It was just such a good Mario Kart game. Like playing with other people and playing online. Uh, to me it's it's still like I think in people's minds. It holds up. Like it's it still, still holds up. Yeah. It's still the Mario Kart game. I I know that, you know, there is Mario Kart eight and stuff, right? But now, right? People remember i think mario kart wii a lot more than they remember mario kart 8 partly in 
They made so many like improvements and additions to it, and it, there's something about it just so charming compared. Like Mario Kart Seven and Mario Kart Eight haven't given me that feeling. I, I agree with you, like, but you know, I think it's also because Mario Kart Eight the tracks are so short. That's another thing. We made Mario Kart. We made you feel like you you're going on a journey, and it was it was. And the, and the battle mode too was a lot better yes. on the Wii. Hey, they, 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 they fixed the, the battle mode. They, they fixed it, but yeah, mean, they fixed it. You you can't undo all the damage, right? I mean, Mario Kart Wii was like ten out of ten from the start, you know, out of the box. Oh yeah, and and plus, I mean, just the the amount of character. It was like the biggest Mario Kart yet, right? It's like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I dare say, for Mario Kart, you know. And just uh, the tie-ins with their later releases. If I remember correctly, Rosalina wasn't in the game from the get-go. No, she right? wasn't. She was added later. The Rosalina. You had to unlock. No, like, it was so cool how you could unlock characters in that yeah. game. Because with Rosalina, for example, if you had like a save file from Mario Galaxy, you unlocked her as mm-hmm. soon as you opened the game. Yeah, so it's just cool little tiny Easter eggs and shit like that. that you know, like made you love the game. You know, there's still right? characters I hit, still haven't unlocked in Mario Kart Wii, and I still want to unlock them. Like uh, Dry Dry Bowser. You know, like Bones Bowser. Mm. And uh, Funky Kong and and all these characters. No, unlocking characters just felt really good in it, and not in a for for in Wii. That's for what some I'm reason. saying. You felt like a level of accomplishment. You're like, oh my god, I'm I can't wait for the next new character. Do you know what I mean? And then you ha- like it encouraged me to just go into the into the like the cups and just do very like do well yeah, in them. Of course, man. Like because then you unlock all the really cool characters. It's it's something about that. I feel that it's missing in games nowadays. It's like. The level of accomplishment, uh, accomplishment, like that game, you didn't need to grind too much to get what you needed to get, and I feel that's what Spider-Man PS4 has. You know, ne- you're never that far off the next unlockable. Anyway, um, but I, I think that's one reason why I'm excited for Ultimate. It's because they're bringing back the um, ability to just like you start from the get-go, like you start from the get-go with like eight characters. Mm. And then you keep on, you unlock characters progressively through different means, and I'm really excited for that. I really yeah, like I, that about Smash. I, I just wish that people would, or not people, but you know, but like uh, publishers would, you know, bring back just satisfying game unlocks, right? Because in the past, it was like, you know, if you put enough time and shit into your save, then you'd be able to get all of the, you know, like trophies and shit, like, you know, uh, you know, game art and all that like these cool little unlocks would reward you for playing right whereas nowadays i I feel that a lot of people just or publishers just they just cop out right and it's like oh you want some more stuff just here (laughs) go pay for these loot boxes right it's not it's not the same but i don't think it's i mean you you don't feel collectible you still have collectibles apparent in like modern games yeah but it's just that no but i get i get what you mean kevin it's like it's not like the standard anymore you know yeah i I get what you mean yeah but i think it's because of the greed that's currently in the gaming industry like a lot of game develop i understand is a business they want to make money but i feel that they're taking advantage of um people that want everything just there like you said you mentioned it yourself the whole loot box thing is is a big topic now like people there are countries that are like saying they want to get rid of them because it's gambling, right? And effectively, that's what it is. Um, so it's it's a big topic in gaming, and I feel that the, the gaming industry in themselves need to go back to what it what made it good. You know, the these the attention to detail, really. Um, like even though even I, I don't know, even sometimes you know you think a game is really shit. But then you see the amount of work that's put into it. You're amazing. Yeah, you can't it. really hate you it. Can't. <laughs> like, like there was a game that I was playing recently, and I, I know a lot of people in the Sonic community hate this game. But Sonic Heroes, that was another one of those games that I love. Sonic Heroes. It's a great game. 
It's it's I actually really do enjoy it. Like I mean, it's cheesy. It's a, the story's it's a, cheesy as hell, it's but it's a so fun. Game, but it's so fun, and even the co-op. You know, when you're doing the pinball shit, and the well, it's also really broken. It's broken. <laughs> well, most Sega games are broken. Well, no offense, Sega. I'm sorry, but you know, it's it's those kind of games that you're just like, oh, this is really cool. To be fair, Yakuza is is never well, broken. Well, well, well. I haven't played Yakuza. So. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm exaggerating a bit, but but I mean, Yakuza is one of those games where it's like you it, you can't hate it anyway because it's such it's a good such series. A, well, you know, I you know even even then, there's like other series that I I really kind of got it into. Like I was I never used to play fighting games on the PS2. Like I know that was a big fucking deal. Like Marvel vs. Capcom. Like whoa 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 whoa. But I never used to play fighting games on the PS2. I a lot of people that I knew did. Uh, the only fighting games... Oh, it's another thing. DBZ. Dragon Ball Z games. Oh, my God. On the PS2. Oh, yeah. I heard, I've played a little bit of them. I haven't Dude, played... Like, Budokai. I haven't Budokai never, ever owned one myself. There was this one game that was an... Arc, it was it was a game that was made for an arcade cabinet. It's called Super Dragon Ball Z. And, it, and it's all in Japanese. And they ported it over to the PS2. I think it's only in Europe. I don't know if the US got it. But it was this arcade game. It was so fucking cool. Like you can, you can basically teach other characters certain moves if you collect all the Dragon Balls and you go to Shenron and you ask Shenron, Shenron, I want Goku to pass on, I want Goku to pass on to Trunks Spirit Ball or Spirit Bomb or or what Spirit Bomb? Sorry, I'm I, I'm not weeb enough. Spirit Bomb, right? Um, it's it's some it's some cool shit. Like, or you can give Goku a sword. It's like the customization, and it was an arcade game and it, re- Mamma Mia, it's really good. I love it. Um, I spent so much time talking about the PS2, but I really want to know. I mean, it's, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a good, good console. I really want to know, Joe, with you, what, what is your childhood games? What were you, the games that you remember the most? And you know, you mentioned Spider-Man too, and I really want to get into that. But I want to know the other things before we get into that. Oh my God! Okay, where do I begin? I mean, I don't know if it's going to be as extravagant as Bish as Bish's like past, because by God, I didn't expect it to to be so like in depth but I really appreciate the passion in it. I grew up playing a lot of the uh the Game Boy. Like I well the Game Boy Advance specifically. Like everyone. <laughs> well I didn't well, I yeah, never but played I mean it Boy. wasn't like I did like I never like borrowed it from anyone. Like I, I stri- my mom like got me one one time. Like I, I, I don't even remember what it was. I just remember it's a sunny day. We were in our older house and then my mom like comes to me and she gives me a Game Boy with a couple of like with a couple of shovel war games. I used to, I played when the, the original Game Boy Advance, so I had to deal with the backlight issues a lot. Um, let me see. I I I, prepare, I brought all my Game Boy games here. Just to, well, the game, my, all my Game Boy Advance games just kind of get an idea of what exactly I played. So I um I remember starting out with uh, well Tarzan Return to the Jungle. This sa- this sounds like a game that had no budget. I mean, it was actually really fun. I remember it being hard as balls, but like, it was really fun. <laughs> Why were games back in the... This is something I want to mention. Why were games back in the day so hard? I, I, I don't... Maybe it's just because, like, you know, they wanted to make it hard. Maybe it's just the game design is just that bad. No, no. I mean... But I also... Funny enough, I played a fair amount of uh, Majesco games. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I played a game called M4, M14 Tomcat. Never heard of it. Which I... Yeah, I, I, I'd be surprised if you did. Um, what else did I play? I'm, I'm digging through all of my games. Just give me a minute. Uh, and then, like, later on, I started getting, uh... I, I think... Oh, I also played The Hobbit. It was, like, a Hobbit game called, uh... Okay. The Hobbit's the prelude to The Lord of the Rings. 
which was a game made by uh, Sierra Entertainment. Oh, that it's funny that you mentioned that because they, they were the people that made those Crash Bandicoot driving games. You know, the racing games. Oh, I, I actually own the I own the the racing game. I own uh, Crash Nitro Nitro Kart. Nitro Kart. That was that, I think that was one of the first ones, but there was another one that was Crash Tag Team Racing. I'm not sure if you know about that game. I, I, I haven't played that one. That tag team racing was basically a game where you can fuse cars together. Like there was, it had a lot of characters in it, and you press triangle and you fuse the cars, and then one person is shooting their weapons in the back, and the and the other one was driving. So you can. So it's double dash. It's, it's basically yes. It's it's, it's uh, Mario Kart double dash. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that, but it was it was it was the play chase. PlayStation's answer yeah, to Double Dash. I, I didn't play many Crash games, but I do remember playing uh, Nitro Kart fondly. Mm. It was a lot yes, of fun. It was. Uh, it dude. was a game. It was one of those games where I just couldn't stop playing. I just came back to it. It was a good game because it was just a solid racing game. Yeah. Um, what else did I play? I'm thinking. Th I'm just trying to go through history. Uh, I played uh, the Pac-Man Collection. Okay. From Namco. It came. It was a assortment of Pac-Man games. It came with the original Pac-Man, Pac-Man Arrangement, which is a remake of the original Pac-Man. Came with Pac Mania and Pack Attack. Pack, Pack Attack. God just damn, think of like, <laughs> think of like um, t Tetris mixed with Pac Man mechanics. Dude, Tetris. That's basically what it was. Did you did did you have Tetris in? Did you have Tetris on the Game Boy? Because I know that was such that was. I would say one of the reasons that the Game Boy was a success. A success. I, d I unfortunately, I, I did play the original Tetris, but I unfortunately did not have it on Game Boy at the time. Damn. I did, however, have uh, Super Mario Bros. Deluxe um, that, that I was able to play on my Game Boy Advance because it was backwards compatible. Mm. It was for the Game Boy Color. It was basically a remake of the original Super Mario Bros. that had a bunch of like extra modes and some collectibles, and it was great. You know, I loved it. You know it. the interesting thing about the Game Boy Advance? I was, I was before I got into this episode, I was doing a lot of uh, research, and the Game Boy Advance is basically a SNES. Am I not mistaken in that? Like that's what people are people are saying that it was. You know how people are saying, "Oh, the PS Vita is like having a PS3 or PS2 in your hands," right? People were saying the same yeah. with. The Game Boy Advance, they were like, this is basically SNES level. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Quality in a handheld. It's better than it, SNES, it was, though. It was very, like, it was very it was, nice. I mean, they remade a lot of SNES games and put it on the uh, on the Game Boy Advance, too. Or NES and SNES games. Hmm. But you, the, like, it was there great. There were some games that was made specifically... There was this one... I'm not sure. There was this one game cartridge that... I think it was like uh, Asteroids or something, or something like that. Where it was, it had its Game Boy cartridge, but when you put it into a Superboy, it would. It also had the game files for the SNES version or the NES version of the game. It was something interesting like that. So, mm. I didn't. I didn't end up playing that. Like, I played a lot of like obscure games. Like, of course, I play, I played a lot of Nintendo games, but I mean, I'll get to those in a, in a minute. But I, I do play a lot of like games that you just won't have heard of. Like, for example, uh, Rugrats Go Wild. By THQ. Oh my god, THQ is one R.I.P. THQ, but they're fucking rip. Yeah, THQ was now like the again, legend, right? but uh, Deep I mean, Silver bought them. They out, but... exist as a THQ Nordic. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. I think the, um, Deep Silver bought them out, but back then, man, THQ and uh, I, I love their games back then. Those those kind of companies. As soon as you saw one of those games, you would know it's either hit or miss. Like a lot of the games that they would publish were just shit. No offense. I don't, well, I don't. I mean, I agree with you, but at the time, it was like 
I like I just love playing games with by THQ. Like for and then I, I THQ is the reason we got the SpongeBob game that was really good on PS2, Revenge of the Flying Dutchman. That was such a good game. I know it's such a good the, game. You but sure? Just the memes behind it. It, it. It's it's still a really solid game. Like real talk. Like I lo I loved it. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna get the PS2 soon. But uh, and and then I played uh, like some more Namco games like Pac-Man Worlds, which was just well the first the first entry in the Pac-Man World series. I played all the Pac-Man game, Pac-Man World games. They're really, they're very fun. Uh, and then I got some more like popular games like uh, Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. I I ended up playing the GBA version when I was younger, and it was just weird because I didn't play the original Kingdom Hearts. So like I was playing Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. It was a lot of fun, but I, I never got past. I never got far in it because it was super hard. I stopped at the Destiny Islands, I think, in Store in Soreside. Uh, what else? Oh, one, one, one more thing before I go to my the mainline titles. Something interesting I I got was uh, Game Boy Advance Video. If you've ever what? ever heard of that. Nope. What is that? Yeah. It was basically a, a, an initiative by Nintendo to like put these like TV show episodes into Game Boy Advance cartridges. Okay. So, uh, for example, let me give you an example. I have a copy of. It was it was made by it was prepared by Netjesco. Majesco. I wouldn't. I don't want to say developed because it was basically just compressing the video and putting it into a GBA cartridge. SpongeBob SquarePants for Game Boy Advance Video. Fuck, Joe. What is this? And then if you if you boot it up on your on your Game Boy Advance, you you get to watch two episodes from the series. It was the one episode with with Bubble Bath when he uh, when he like hides the pickles and he basically convinces SpongeBob that he's a really bad fry cook. And there was another. I think I think the other one was the pizza episode. Joe, would, when they were trying to deliver pizza. Quick question: Was this exclusive? Like, was it an exclusive thing at the time where it was like, oh, the only way you can watch these episodes is if you buy these cuts? I I don't remember. All I remember is the commercial for it when they like they had a little jingle to it too. It was like uh, what was it? Game Boy Advance video, something like that. And it was it was great. It was something about it, like, it just, it was so charming. And I'm like, you know what, I'll buy it. Because I loved Spongebob at the time. Like, I was gonna, I, I, like, I don't remember how I got it, but I, I loved it. Uh, but anyway, uh, some other games, but but I just want to get to the more notable ones for me. Uh, Frogger's Journey by Konami. I, I loved Frogger, and so I played Frogger's Journey, and it was, it was basically like an adventure, like, an exploration version of Frogger, where you're going through different areas and trying to... Like, you're trying to get across different obstacles to get to the goal. And it had a bit of a story to it, too, which is very cool. It was very intriguing. Um, and then I also and then I played games that I'm sure a lot of you know about. Uh, sure, I played, what is it? I played Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland. It was a remake Bro! of oh my Kirby's God, Adventure. Uh, I played... Uh, I, I played the Kirby's Amazing Mirror. Like, I played... Like, I loved, loved those games was, to death. Like, the fucking time to play Kirby, honestly. Hmm? GBA was the time to play Kirby games. But yeah, because like there were some really good, there's solid titles on on the GBA. Like Kirby's Adventure mm -hmm. was like very memorable for me. Well, well mm -hmm. Nightmare and Dream was memorable for me because of just how much work they put into it. And Amazing Mirror like like altered the Kirby formula a little bit for a more open worlds aspect of it, and it was nice. It was a lot of fun. Um, what else? Uh. I I have Donkey Kong Country one and two. I'm not sure why I didn't get three, but I I remember playing one and two all the time. 
they're some of my favorite games ever, just because of how like unique the Donkey Kong Country series is compared to other games. Um, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Was, what? Yeah, the original. What is that? Like the original. It's basically. Uh, it, it was. How do I describe it? Have you played the original Donkey Kong? I have. Yes. It's like it's it's a similar concept, except you're going through different levels and trying to to like solve solve puzzles in order to get a key and and unlock the door to the next level. It was like each level is divided into two segments. You would solve a puzzle to get a key, and then you would do the second half of the level in order to save a mini Mario. Oh, to save Mario. So because ah. no, a mini Mario. So the main plot was this. So you Donkey Kong is like watching TV, and he sees advertisements for uh, for mini Mario's, which are d these like toy Mario's. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, have you ever have you ever heard so, of March? So like, Amiibos, Don right? Donkey Kong March, March of the, the Minis. minis. No, no, have yeah. you ever heard of March of the Minis and, uh, yeah. Mini, Mini, was, I don't remember what it was called. Mini Land Mayhem, so it was. Yeah, I've only played it on the DS, but I remember Yeah, it was the, they were only on the DS. DS, yeah. They were fun. Um, but this is the game that kind of started it all. Like, it started the whole, like, series. Um, you, like, so Donkey Kong decides, like, hey, I'm gonna break into the company that's making it. That It's run by Toes, and, like, and then they see Donkey Kong break in, like, oh my god, it's Donkey Kong. He steals. He steals the toys, and then Mario, like Mario, realizes this, and he go, he chases down Donkey Kong in order to get all the toys back. This sounds like such a, a fever dream. <laughs> it's it, it's really fun. Like it was it was one of those games that like it was just, it was like it was as close to a crossover game as I got to, in, like in, in the Game Boy Advance era. It was it was just so addicting. Like I it was one of those games. Out of all the GBA games I have, it was one of those games I played the most. Just because it was, I want to get through each level and beat them. I'd recommend looking it up if you have the chance and maybe giving it a shot. Like it, it's 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 a treat. And then of course, Pokemon Emerald. Can can I say something, guys? You know, Pokemon for me isn't really a game that I've played. I played the first one, and then on the Game Boy, and then I just stopped playing it. And then more recently, I'm getting into Sun and Moon. And I'm playing back through the old... Sun and Moon's a good, is a it's good a, generation. It's a good generation, I, I, I can't like deny. Um, a lot of people don't really like Moon, though. But, yeah. I'm, I'm into Sun. Like, like, you'll find it's the same fucking game. But for some reason, if you're going to buy the game new, Moon is like half the price of Sun. It's it's weird. Like, why? I think it's because Moon is the swap uh, daytime. So if you're playing Moon in the day, it's nighttime. And if you're playing Moon at night, it's day because it, it it runs off. A, oh, I remember that. It yeah. runs off a day cycle, a real life day cycle, which is a bit. Speaking of those games, though, like I wish they would. Uh, what was the little uh, dongle thing that they gave you? The Pokewalker was that it? Pokewalker. Dude, the Poke. I, I, I wish they would bring that back. You know. Back when I was in like middle school, I would wear that all Wait, the time. Wait, what is that? That was like the revival. It's like a Pokemon Tamagotchi. Okay, can I, may I ask something as well? Isn't it also? When we think about it, Nintendo are still doing that. They done it with the um, what do you call it? The Pokemon Go Plus and the Poke and no. Pokeball Plus. No, let's talk about no, yes. is no. It, the same? it is not. It is not the same thing. It is very it very sounds different. Like the same job. It sounds even even this new Pokeball Plus thing for the new. Considering you just heard about the Pokewalker until now, then like I, I don't know if you have the right to All say right, anything. Jones, explain to me what the Pokewalker is. <laughs> Okay, so the Poke Walker is basically like this. Uh, what would you call it, Kevin? It's like a uh, pedometer. 
It was like the OG Fitbit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like you, you would wear it on your on your belt, and like like sometimes like you, you could basically put a po- transfer a Pokemon from your Harkle Soul Silver game, put it on a on a uh, on, on, in, into the Poke Walker, and then you could take it out and like level it up. Joe, while this you're, sounds like, like this sounds like Pokemon Go Plus. This is what it sounds like. Well, let me let me finish, and then it also had like I mean I think it had like one or two buttons. It had a like little screen on it, and you can like track your Pokemon inside it, and you could like see them do these different activities. I think you could do activities within the Poke Walker in order to to level them up, and I think you could also get like unique skills through the Poke Walker as well. And then like once you transfer them back to your uh, main game, then you could see like oh they leveled up and like oh they. They also like pick up items, I think, from time to time. Yeah, yeah, they picked up items. That's what I remember. It wasn't the skills. It was they picked up items. It was it was so it was just so fun because it gave me a reason to kind of like walk around and do things. So it, it's it's kind of sad. It, it's Pokemon <laughs> Go before technology arrived. Pokemon yeah. Go. This is what it sounds like to me. It doesn't sound like anything revolutionary. It was revolutionary at the time because before then there was no Pokemon Plus. It was just a Poke Walker. <laughs> what if he? What if they re-released that? I would love the, that. Like if they re-released it and then like like upgrade it and add a it bunch. It would of be features. kind of like, pointless though. Like, why not just have an app for that? Well, like, Pokemon Go. That's because what it is. because like who? I would legit like burn my phone if I could get a, po- a new Poke Walker. You heard it here first. Nintendo make it happen so we can get Joe to fuck up his phone. That that tangent aside though, like Emerald was a good part of what I like. This is a good part of. I mean, I got it a little later on. I didn't get it like. When it came out, I got it used at a GameStop back when they still sold GBA games. But even then, it was still like very impactful to me. It was the game I played a lot while I was uh, while I was in Egypt, like on vacation. Oh, and finally, the game that defines my entire childhood childhood, Super Mario Bros. Three, aka my favorite Mario game like ever. It was basically everything you loved about Super- the first Super Mario Bros. Cranked up to like a hundred. And I love the original Super Mario Bros, so that was like the perfect game for me. People are still modding it to this day. Yeah, it's it's a very like iconic game. Like there, it has a soft spot. In my heart, I'm sure, has a soft spot for everyone. Like everyone else who played it. Um, there's just so many like secrets to discover. Like so many different worlds. Like in, in interesting like level mechanics, uh, power ups, etc. It was just, it was fun. It was just like nothing but fun for me. Um. What? Okay, so, but then now that well, we got past the Game Boy part, like I'm, I know I'm dragging on now, but I, I really there's just so much I want to talk about because I feel like the, like a lot of these games just kind of shape the way I am now. Um, and then I got a PS2 around that time. Well, a PS2 and a, and a PSP. Funny enough, I didn't play many uh, PS2 games. Like I, I ended up playing them later, but I didn't play them at the time. And funny enough, I didn't play those said PS2 games on the PS2. <laughs> I I played them on like. I played them like the PSP or the Vita, or like if they were remade for other consoles. Like you know, you know what I'm getting at. But I, I ended up playing like Pac-Man World 2. I well, I mean, I'm gonna just talk about the PS2 and P- the PSP together. Um, I played, I played the PS2 games like Pac-Man World 2, the French are Flying Dutchman. I'm gonna bring that up a third time because God, it was the only game I ever played. I played uh, Hot Shots Tennis. I um, played Pac-Man Fever, which was god awful. Now that I'm looking back at it. What else? And then, like, on the PSP, I played a lot of... Uh, oh, no, oh my god. I can't believe it. No, okay. 
There's one more game I played. The game that defined the PS2 for me. Spider-Man 2. Hell yeah! The OG. The o like, the Spider-Man game. Hey, I'm walking here. Hey! Oh no, Dr. Connor's class. So <laughs> caught up that I forgot all about it. He's gonna kill me. Oh, no, my- My balloon! My balloon! <laughs> my balloon. There's references to that in the new Spider-Man game. Like, the I heard about that. You're finding backpacks in Spider-Man PS4, and then he picks up one backpack, and there's a kid that draws him a picture, and he's like, Oh, I saved this kid's balloon one day, and he thanked me for it. Oh, Or the, pe or the pizza song from- Fi Oh, man. The pizza song was the one well, of the most memorable things for me, just because I remembered fucking up that mission so much. Or, or fucking up the pizza, but I've never delivered a pizza yeah, in that game. Yeah, because I kept destroying the pizza. You know why? Because the more rolls that you do, you have to swing so cleanly. You can't- Yeah, you cannot fuck up. You have to be perfect. Look, if there's no pizza side mission, in Spider-Man PS4 DLC, I'm, I'm gonna be disappointed, but you there know, better be. There has to be. Dude, I'd buy that in like a heartbeat. Dude, but seriously, no, there's stuff about it. It was, the, I, I understand there was a lot of open world games on the PS2, like the PS2 was the console that started the whole open world shit. I'm honestly thinking about like buying the game again because my current copy is just broken now. Dude, Doesn't I, work I have it. I have, I still play it. I, I want to go back and just replay it, like boot up my old PS2 and like just play it. You know what? What pisses me off is that the that game was interesting in the sense that its PC version is so different. It's like a different game. There's a PC version? There's a PC. It's uh, you've never heard about it. It's actually really shit. A lot of people like Spider-Man 2 on the PS2, but then its PC port was a different game. It had the same name, but it was completely different. Different story, oh, okay. different characters, different game mechanics. New, All right, New then York I can just different. forget about it then. Yeah, don't, don't don't bother with it. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah, but I think something I remember the most about uh, Spider-Man 2 was the... Well, one, it was like the web swinging, the web swinging, the wall climbing, because it was just so refined and so fun in that game. And then they also... Uh, it was also the quirky uh, tutorial with the guy who would just get so frustrated if he didn't do anything. She's like, go ahead, go ahead, do it. It's too. It's quite funny though, and I. You know what else I like about it is that the fact that Tobey Maguire is in the game. Like he's. It's. It's all the. It's the film. It's cast. his voice lines. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole film cast is in the game. Like it's. It's pretty. Cool. It's. It, it was. It was a good game. It, it was, was. It was like legit. Like a very like well made game. I think it was Treyarch that made the game because I think Activision had the license for those Spider-Man games and the Marvel games back in the day. So. Was, I thought it was Activision. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Activision and then obviously Treyarch is, is one of the developing studios. I think Treyarch and Raven, uh, the people that are making the new Call of Duty game, <laughs> um, made the Spider-Man game. So that's how I knew about Treyarch. They basically made the Spider-Man games. So, you. It's good. I, I, I want to I'm in the mood to replay it now. Like, I just want to buy it on Amazon for like a cheap price. If I can find a cheap price anywhere and just play it again. It's such a good game. Or, or just play, I think, if you want that nostalgia and shit, Spider-Man PS4. That's what's gonna get you. You know, I'll buy, maybe I'll buy P the PS4 version too because I've I seen it and it so looks so good. good. So good. Kevin, just wait for like Black Friday, dude. No, even then. I have a PS4, no, I, I, mean, I don't have a PS4, but like my, my roomie has a PS4, so I can definitely get on it. Kevin, I'll tell you something. No, not even Black Friday. Get it now. Like, spend the $60 on the game. The game is worth the $60. I don't even say that about games. Yo, I, I'm not going to have time to play through it, though. I'm telling you. Okay. Like, I, I'm already... You you have time. Two hours. 
You finished the game quick. Le legit, I haven't actually, I haven't bought it now only because I haven't had the money for it. If I had it, I would have bought it like instantly. But like once I get that money, I'm definitely like picking it up. It's one of the first games I'm gonna play. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Joe. Even even for me, right? I don't buy games as soon as they come out anymore because I'm like, in a couple of months, it's just gonna get so cheap. So why don't I just buy it in a couple of months? Especially because if it's a the thing is, I can't game. like. Oh, bitch, you know me. I can't be... I'm not that patient. I can't be that patient. Spider-Man <laughs> was the game that I bought straight away because... <laughs> hell yeah, that it, game. It looks so good. So Not not just it looks so good. I don't want to get into this any more than I need to, but such a good fucking game. But anyway, back to the PS2 topic. So then, well, I'm, I, that's pretty much all I played on the PS2, really. Like, I played some LEGO games, and that was it. Um, LEGO Star Wars is my shit. Bro, yes. I played it on PC. It was like the only PC game I had on disc when I was a kid, and I played the shit out of that because it was like episodes one, two, and three, and it was just it was so much content in a fucking game, dude. Like I still haven't to this day completed it. I haven't gotten all the little can the canisters, you know. Like I, I want to say something to you, Kevin. Right? Do you think that's the game that got you into the PC Master Race? It was my my first taste. But it was what like I, I got into you know Xbox Live and stuff afterwards but it was my first taste you know because i was playing that shit in my like my my what is it fucking intel celeron laptop you know <laughs> oh my god kevin you you almost gave me a heart attack yeah and i was like thankfully you could play with kbm but no i couldn't get back i couldn't get into pc gaming back then because you know it's kind of hard to play fps's with the trackpad <laughs> oh and, yeah <laughs> yeah now that the PS2 is out of the way, I want to talk about PS3 and... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, he PS... said old games, old games, What's man. Uh... PSP, PSP. Okay. It's my bad. I meant, I meant to say PSP, it was a little okay. bit of song. Right, cool. Um We'll forgive you. So I think what I mainly played was... Uh... So, funny enough, I also got the Spider-Man 2 movie disc for the PSP. <laughs> I think that was bundled in. But it was f watching that on the PSP <laughs> was fucking crazy. I still have the UMD for it, it's just... It played well. It, it wasn't did. like a cheap, no, 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 like no. condensed version of it. Well, it was a good, it was straight up movie. Well, bear in mind, Sony owned the the film and they owned the disc format, so it was easy for them to show off with it. And I remember that was bundled. I think that was bundled with the PSP. Oh, at it, the time, it so. definitely was bundled. Yeah, I think I, if I look at my box again, like I still have the 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 um, box, the PSP box that that was packed in. It's like on my shelf. I do remember it being bundled, but uh, it's good because it was. A god tier movie. It was amazing. It's also where we got pizza time. <laughs> a lot of the Remy um, or Remy Spider-Man films were just so amazing. I, they were so cringy, but they were so good. Like I love them. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk about Spider-Man three though. No, I love Spider-Man three. Fuck you. It was a, what? It was a great film. How uh, did you like that? Dude? It was such Freaking... a shit show. It was so fun. Like. Oh okay. <laughs> even you know even the moment where you know where he does finger guns. To the people on the street when he's you know that's 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 the thing i'm talking about specifically it's just when he's so like edgy and he's just kind of like ps4 it's in spider-man ps4 you go up to what? someone and you press square and he does finger guns and i'm that's I, so I, I'm good i'm fucking dying when i saw that i was like yes in, in insta purchase it, that's basically what it is man. but i think the i think the main square the most i didn't play many games on my psp honestly like i i didn't really buy many things for it and like, huh no no, like, no, like, I legit, like, it was honestly a waste of money in a lot of ways because I only played two games you on know, it. You know, I think for me, the PSP, I, I had one and then I sold it. I made quite a lot of money selling it and then I got it again to mod it. Well, I mean, even if I, even if I wanted to play on my PSP again, I, it's broken now. I think the battery, not, it's not just a battery problem. I think it's just shot. 
Like it just doesn't want to work anymore. Dude, it's it's crazy. Like the the amount of people that love the PSP just because it's 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 been given new life. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Like the fact that these games mm. are given new life and these consoles are given new life because of modding and shit. But you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. But um, I think the only, the two games I played specifically were Pac-Man World Three, which I, I think I played the 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 worst port out of uh, out of its release. But it was still really fun. It had like a like a bit of a story to it. Um, you ended up, you got to play as like Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I don't think you got to play as uh, Inky and Blinky, but I know you got to play as Pinky and Clyde. And like, it was fully voice acted too, so it was really weird. <laughs> like, it, like you, you heard Pac, like Pac-Man had a voice, and there was there was a, a new ghost in that in that game called Orson. I think his name is Orson. He had he had a voice too, and like all the ghosts spoke too, and it was so weird, but it was so fun. I I I I loved it. I remember cheating it too, just kind of like putting in cheat codes in order to unlock all the levels. <laughs> and the other PSP game that I played was uh, Ape Escape on the Loose, which is a remake of the original. Like I think, well, I mean, I didn't play many games on the PSP to begin with, but like that was a game. It's one of my favorite games of all time because Ape Escape was just such a charming series to me, and it was it was something that was just very weird, and it, it kind of introduced me to a more like creative side of video game design. With, like, just the plot, like, the absurdity, just the, the idea of monkeys going through time being while being ruled by another monkey that acts human. And also, like, there's brainwashing involved, and it, it's kind of weird. And then you go back into the- you go across their periods in time to catch those monkeys with, like, with special gadgets and stuff, and it, it was a great story. Like, it was probably one of the best stories I played at- the, like, I went through at the time. It was very engaging. And then, uh... And then you get to the final act where, like, you're back in the present and, like, everything's gone to shit and you need to, like, fix everything. Like, everyone's kidnapped and you're basically said, like, okay, all these people you know have been, like, have been helping you this whole time have been kidnapped and you have to go save them. And it, it's it's so action-packed and it's so great. Like, it, like, I love Spike as a character. I love Jake. I, I love the Professor. I love Natalie. Just every, every character was just great. Inspector was just, like, quirky, so. I play, also played Ape Escape 2, like, a little later on, but that was, like, when it released on PS4. It didn't do as much for me. I still think Ape Escape 1 is, like, my favorite Ape Escape so far. That said, though, I've yet to play 3, and I really want to play 3 because I heard that it's really good. But anyway, like, I, I've, I've talked a lot about just these, like, three consoles that I played on, but I, I think I want to talk about the one that I, I think I invested the most time into out of them all. Like I, I, I spent a lot of time into the Game Boy Advance, but like, e- like even then, it does not compare to like the GameCube for me. All right, how how many fucking thousands of hours did you fucking spend on Double Dash? Let's be I real. Free and I, I played <laughs> on double. I played Double Dash so much that actually, I actually wait. No, no. Do you play more Double Dash or more Smash? More Smash, right? I play more Melee. Yeah. Like I, I actually do. Like I actually Let's did. Be real. Like, love playing a lot of Melee. Melee is still like. It still holds up. I mean, it's good. It's, it's, it's my, you know, rose-tinted glasses, but, like, Melee is still the best <laughs> for me, right? Because there's a reason why you still use GameCube controllers, right, in the competitive scene in Smash. It's because it's, it's Melee, you know, that was just... I mean, the competitive scene aside, like, it's just Smash Melee was just... Uh, was very revolutionary. It was just a lot of fun with, like, the different modes you had. You, you do single-player classic. Like, you could you could do uh, you do adventure mode. You can unlock all these different characters in different ways and, like, Unlocking Me Too was like so satisfying back in the day because it's like you because you could just brag about it and I want to be like oh my god how did you get Me Too? 
and then you're and, and then like you're like oh like I, I don't remember how I unlocked it. I just unlocked it and then like I would feel really good about it but uh that aside though like just two more notable ones I want to talk about before I like end my GameCube segment is uh Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door that game I am never tired of I played I replay that game on like near like on like a yearly basis because it is just that good to me it is that fresh it is so much fun that even if I'm seeing the same thing over and over again and doing the same thing over and over again, it still remains fun to me. The only downside is that after, when you 100% it, you don't. There's not really much to do afterwards. It's like you like you, there's not there's no like real reward to 100%ing the game. You just you just kind of like it's like okay, I, I beat the pit of 100 trials. I got all the badges. I finished all the recipes. What do I get out of this? Nothing. <laughs> but other than that, like it was just such a charming game to me. Finally, Super Mario Strikers. Without a doubt. Like it was the it was one of the first sports games I really played was like since the uh, hot, since Hot Shots Tennis like when like because it it was Mario which I loved to death at the time and soccer which I also enjoyed playing and like they combined the two and made it so fun with all the like the items you could use and all the special moves that you could use and it was just so over the top and it was the first time we ever saw like any kind of like like a level of grittiness in a Mario game like if you look at like the key art. It is, like, insane how, like, like how the aesthetic they went for with the game is just phenomenal and just so, like, dark and interesting. Because you see all these characters are angry and then they have this, like, this very interesting type of style, if you, like, look it up, where they, like, it it, it looks like, uh, it reminds me of graffiti art in a lot of ways, just because of how, how they're drawn. But, yeah, like, there, there are a lot of other games that, that just define, like, basically, the like I don't like I'm, I'm pretty much done here but I just want to say like all these different consoles like had so many games for me to play and like especially like the GameCube or the GBA and then like later like it defined how I played like older games like later games as well mm-hmm. like I like with the Wii the DS like as like time went on I just played like these like older games introduced me to more and more games and like it kind of brought me to this point where I'm just playing just about anything so like, I'm really grateful shit damn that was a lot man holy crap hell yeah man I think the thing is, I didn't want to just, I didn't want to dumb it down. Like, I mean, I've kind of already dumbed it down. There's just so much I needed to talk you about. You know, I, I'll yeah, be honest yeah. with you. With this kind of episode, it, it it feels like we're doing ourselves an injustice not to dumb it down. Do you see what I mean? Like, if we were to just water down the content, you know, and it, it's kind of nostalgic. It wouldn't be the same. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. No, no. It's in- These are the games that we played as kids, right? So. Yeah, exactly. These are the games that we played. We, we have a lot of emotional attachment to it. And... I really want to know for you guys. Talk to us on our Discord page. Talk to us on Twitter at Get Life Podcast, and tell us what were your childhood games. What were the games that made you feel nostalgic, or you had very fond memories of? What was your favorite console? Talk to us, and more. The links will be in the description of this episode, whether you are watching on iTunes, Stitcher, or now on YouTube. You can leave us a comment, and I'll answer the fucking comments. Yeah, and that, that's the whole thing that we're trying to do with these impromptu discussions is to kind of get you guys more involved in it and we want to hear your opinion so please tell us either in our discord page twitter or interact with us in the reviews and in the comments of this video on youtube or on the podcast version of it you guys want to plug your your twitters and on twitter i'm at tolvrai t-o-l-v-r-a-i and i am at kibo gamer spelled k-i-b-o-u g-a-m-e-r so, um, yeah, big thanks to our sponsors for this episode, Crunchyroll and, of course, uh, Loot Crate. So, you know, check them out if you want to support us. 
Actually, fun fact, yeah. um, Joe mentioned Metal Gear Solid, right? And if I'm not mistaken, I think that this month's loot gaming crate is actually MGS themed. So... It's MGS themed? What? I think so. I saw it on Facebook anyways. Like, Metal Gear Solid. Loot, okay, I'm looking uh, at this after, the, after we finish so, the episode. If you, you guys are listening to this in, what is it, September, right? Jump on that shit before it goes away. And you can use the code, either code KUNAI or code GETALIFE for 10% off if you want that. Just saying. It works. It works on loot gaming, works on loot anime, and it works on all the loot crates. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. See you, guys. See ya. Stay sexy. Oh, damn it, Oh, joke. my God. Bruh. Bruh. I'm going to buy Bish Google Fiber someday. Just so he doesn't have to deal with this shit ever again. Meme review. Okay. Um, I want to know how you guys got into gaming. What was your first console? How did you stumble across it? Were you guys always I thought we gamers? were starting with what we played recently. Uh, good point, Joe. <laughs> okay. You're the one who brought it up, too. Okay, okay, okay. Bloopers. This is bloopers material. Don't worry about it. And yeah, Ke Kevin's a real stud. He's... Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, no, I'm but, holding out for that DVD release. Ooh, that VHS. So <laughs> I'm waiting for that. I'll make I'll make sure to send you a copy. That's it. Oh, that go. floppy disk release, you know? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think even kids know what floppy disks are. By the way, it's the it's a save icon. It's like oh, a 3D printed sorry. save icon. Of course, sorry, I know what it's it is, the three, man. it's the 3D save icon. Okay, all right. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry.